Hi, I'm Jill, and this is the Skein Enable podcast, enabling your crafting addictions one episode at a time. This is episode 113, and it's um, June 26, 2022. I was looking at my notes, and I had written 5.30 because I was going to record this podcast a full month ago. And here we are now, um, at the end of June. I was going to say it's hot here in Los Angeles, but it's not that hot where I live, by the beach, so... Your mileage may vary, but um, it's a little summer afternoon. I'm a little foggy here for me. I'm recording while Starling, my daughter, sleeps and just getting to it. It's a Sunday. Um, There's been a lot going on. I went to the Knockers retreat in, geez, April already, and that was a lot of fun. It was my first time being away from Starling overnight, and I was gone for two nights and it went fine. Lucas did fine with her, of course. I'm still nursing, um, so my boobs went a little crazy over the trip, but uh, all is well. It was nice just to be around people. Um, because of COVID, it was kind of weird where it's like, so I wore a mask indoors, except when I was eating. And there is a lot of eating time there, but I don't, I didn't hear of anybody getting COVID, so I guess we did pretty well. Other than that, there was a the Southern California Hand Weavers Guild had a little, they call it WEF, but now I can't remember, weaving weaving a fiber festival down in Torrance. So I hadn't been to that one in a while. So we went. I went with a group of my knitting friends and we all hung out down there. Actually, not all of us. Um, so it's been, it's been a weird few months. I'm crafting, but I haven't been knitting a whole lot. So um, let's just get right into it and I'll tell you what I've been working on. All right, so I've finished a lot of things since last time, and you know, I was able to finish a lot of things because it's been like six months or something. <laughs> Wait, when was my last time? My last podcast was five months ago. That's insane. That's stupid. Okay, <laughs> so what I've finished? I finished the Ephemeris, Ephemeris Shawl by Deborah Gerhard. It was in a Pom Pom Quarterly, and I can't remember which one. It's a two-color brioche shawl. And I used Long Dog Yarn in Bounce Sock in the first blush colorway, which is a light pink speckly, light pink lavenderish speckly yarn. And then um, Teal Torch Knits Sock, which was a kind of a, what do you think, somewhere around a burgundy purple. Um, so those two together, um, it's... I said, oh, I wrote down brioche again. It's mosaic. It's a slip stitch pattern. So that turned out nice, but I haven't worn it once. It's not totally the, my color combination I love, but I, I like it. I like that shawl. And then I made two of the Beloved Bonnet by Tin Can Knits and Long Dog Yarn DK in the New Growth colorway, which is green. I pretty much finished these right after I recorded last time because I think I was talking about working on them last time. So I made two exactly the same in the smallest size um, for a couple people that were having babies that I knew. And I finally, finally finished that cardigan Posey by Marzana Kolacek that I had started uh, before I had a baby two years ago. I used Invictus Yarns Inconquerable Soul as uh, a BFL sock weight yarn. Um, it was in the Knockers colorway, so that was from Knockers in 20... I think it was for Knockers 2020, but then I had, but then it got canceled. But I had already ordered the yarn, so I had the yarn. I got two skeins of it, and it was 
so that was like 800 yards, and I thought that would be enough for some reason, and it was nowhere near enough. It was like I totally ran out. Um, I contacted some other people from the Knockers retreat that had got the one on the same base, and Julie, um, who is Jay Chant, I think, on Ravelry, she sent me her skein of yarn so that I could finish my shawl, my sweater, and she was even like, you don't need to send me anything. But if you want, you could send me something for your stash. So I ended up buying her a skein of yarn when I was at, like, local yarn store day or something. So, and then I was able to give it to her at the Knockers retreat. And so I was happy to do that because I was very grateful that she sent me that yarn. And so that I could finish this cardigan. Because basically I was stalled. It's a cropped cardigan even. But I was stalled out, like, on the sleeves like I was able to get like three inches of sleeve or something and now they're like three quarter length sleeves so that's done I finally took a long time to take pictures but I did then I made a sloth plant holder for my sister and it's a a hanging sloth planter by hello happy I used it was crocheted in nitpicks brava brava the worst weight in almond and I doubled that and then I did some other features in like who knows, Cascade 220 or nitpicks, just whatever I had left over. And so it's cute. It's like hanging on its back. Its little claws are like tied together with string. And then it's makes a little cup. So it hangs and holds a little succulent. Um, it took me so long to send it that my little plant I, di- I bought like died before I could send it, put it in the mail. So I had to buy another one. And I sent that to my sister for her birthday and she didn't I forgot to take a picture of it, but also I kind of wouldn't feel like she'd put it up. So I didn't want to ask her like, hey, whatever happened to that? You want to take a picture for me? Who knows? If I ever go to visit, hopefully, hopefully I go to visit. And then if I see it up, I'll take a picture for my Ravelry account. But I don't want to ask about it. I'm too nervous. <laughs> I made, ugh, once again, a garter ear flap hat by Pearl Soho. Um, this one is identical to one I made before. No, not identical. It's in the Leading Men Fiber Arts box office base, um, neon colorway. And so it's white with like fluorescent yellow and fluorescent pink speckles in it and black. And we had ma- I had made one for Starling when she was little, like a child's toddler size. And we loved it, but it got thrown overboard while on a walk, as many things do. <laughs> Especially when um, Lucas is the one on the walk. He doesn't always notice that she's thrown things overboard. So that had been lost for a while. And so we made another one. The problem was the I'd run out of yarn. And Leading Man Fiber Arts didn't seem to be dying that colorway anymore. So I went on Ravelry again. And I asked somebody. And somebody was able to send me, um, sold me their skein. She has a yarn business or pattern business. I think it's like Kitty with a Cupcake. Um, so was, she's very expedient. She's able to like send me a PayPal uh, receipt and invoice and everything. And it, it was a great because I really wanted to make another little hat for Starling. And this one matches Lucas's hat, which is in the same yarn and actually has a little bit of pink, a different pink color at the top. So it's kind of a blend between his neon pencil one and my pink fluorescent pink hat. I also made a, a Lucky Duckling, which is a little duck pattern. Claire Garland, who does like 
can't remember what her thing is. Something with dot dot pebbles or something. So she does these amazing knit animals, like lots of rabbits and deer, and they look so good. Um, and I've bought a few and I've caught some. She often does a free Friday, so it's worth following her on wherever, just constantly checking Ravelry, because every so often she'll have a new pattern and we'll just give it away for free for a couple days or at least one day. So this one was right before Easter and she did a free period for the the duckling pattern. And so I pulled out some yarn right away and I made it like in two nights like because I wanted to finish it by Easter. I ended up using Knit Picks Swish DK in Semolina, which is like yellow, um, maize colored, and uh, Sus Yarns Fishnet, which is kind of like a mohair type yarn, but I'm pretty sure it's just synthetic, some sort of synthetic mohair that was in like a beige colorway. So a beige and a light pink, light yellow held together, um, held double. And then I used just kind of some random scraps, I think some koi goo and some sweet sparrow light pink yarn held together, like a medium pink and a baby pink held together for the webbed feet and the beak. And it's very simple. It's got a beak and a head and then little webbed feet, but it's mostly just like a little body. So you hold it. It doesn't have separate wings or anything. Um, it's very cute. Um, pretty simple. I don't know that I love the yarns that I held together, but I'm still exploring the use of holding the yarns together. Claire Garland, in a lot of her patterns, she does all these amazing like blends of different yarns together and little fuzzy yarns, and she's got a real knack for that, and so I'm definitely inspired by how she does it, but I'm still not quite there in terms of picking the exact right combination. And then I made something that I spent a lot of time on was for the Two Knitlet Chicks swap. So they do that, I was going to say every year, but it's not every year. Um, there was one in 2020, which I did. And this is the first one since then, I guess just skipped a year. And that one, it's kind of, I don't know if you'd call it round robin, but you, there's a moderator, Sandra, Sandra Maz, at, I think is maybe her name now. But she's amazing and put, setting people up. We all did surveys and then she hooks you up. So you're given a surprise person to make something for, and then somebody else is given, assigned you to make a project for you. You send them a finished item, yarn of some kind, something book related, because it's for the two little chicks, and then goodies of like snacks and whatever. So after stalking my recipient, my gift swappy. I decided to make her the shawl bouquet by Linnea Ornstein, or bucket, B-U-K-E-T-T. And Linnea Ornstein has like a lot of really pretty patterns. They're mostly done side to side with like short rows. There's a lot of like riffs on a similar theme. So bucket or bucket is garter stitch all over, but it's got short rows to add kind of like tulips into it um, in different colors. So my main colorway was Malabrigo Arroyo in the Lavanda cover colorway, which is dark purple and gray. And I used two full skeins of that. My swappy had said that she likes really dark colors and doesn't like girly colors. And her dark purple is her favorite, all-time favorite. So I used that as my base. And then as my different color blips, she's also a biologist. So I wanted to do 
something plant related. So I used Wool Bear's Merino Minis that I had bought a while ago. These are a gradient set. So there's like five different colorways, I think. And this one was teals. And they're actually pretty light. It's a light fingering. So since the body of the shawl was sport weight, I ended up doubling all of the fingering colorways. And so it ended up being a slightly thicker than the than the sport weight, but not by much. There ends up being like a 11, 11 different flowers, 13. So I started with the lightest and then went to the darkest, one, two, three, four, five. And then I went back down to one, four, three, two, one, and then back up to four. And I think it turned out really pretty. Um, so dark, dark purple, gray with different blues, different teals for the flowers. And I was really happy with it. And it ended up being a pretty big shawl. So I sent it off. And I think she liked it. I mean, she said she liked it, but I always am worried that <laughs> she didn't. But um, that's basically the project that I worked on at Knockers the whole time that I was there. And it worked out pretty well for me. I was very happy to finish it. And then I'm going to tell you what I got in the swap later in my uh, re-up section because I scored. I totally scored with everything that I got. My partner was Diane, which is, who's uh, Dina Ripper Designs. If you want to, if you checked out her website, um, she makes a lot of awesome stuff and she made a lot of awesome stuff for me for my swap experience. So I'll talk about that one when I get down to re-ups. All right. So those are all the things I finished. It's a uh, Feels like a lot, but it's not that much for uh, five months. <laughs> so what my current fix, there's a few things I'm just kind of working on, but not really. Um, I'm still working on some vanilla socks um, with a top-down heel flap out of opal in the Cake Pops colorway. I worked on this a bit while I went, we went camping. Oh, we went camping. <laughs> we went to Joshua Tree, um, which is in the desert here in, in California. And Starling did great. She slept through the night. She woke up the first night, but it was super windy. And otherwise, she slept through the night. Because the first time we took her, when she was like six months old, uh, she cried the whole night, and we left after one night. So it was a total success, Joshua Tree. So I was working on these socks, but then I was using the Addy Flexi Flips, where they're like three needles that have a short cable section in between them. So it's almost like... um, DPNs, but there's, yeah, a little bit of flexible cable in the middle. So you kind of use them like little V's almost there. They don't stay straight as you knit with them. Anyway, all of a sudden I couldn't find one of those needles in Lucas's car. So I have to find it because otherwise it's kind of useless. I need to move on to new needles. And then I started some um, toddler thrum mittens by Steph Thompson. I'm using like a Knit Picks Will the Andes bulky or something in a dark brown, medium blue, like cotton candy-ish blue fiber as my thrums. And I just, I don't know what, why, but I don't want to work on them. And now we're in the middle of summer, so maybe it's pointless. Maybe I should just rip that out and move on with my life. And then there's one other knitting project that I started. Um, it's the Raspberry Semifredo Hat by Natalie Pelak, Pelak, P-E-L-Y-K-H. When the whole Russian invasion of Ukraine began, I was looking for Ukrainian designers on Ravelry to purchase patterns from to send them some monetary support. I know it's not much monetary support, but every little bit hopefully it helps. And um, 
Natalia, Natalie, was like a very um, popular designer and I've seen her stuff over the years and I had some in my favorites. So I ended up buying this cabled hat and she has, I think I bought a few cabled hats from her because she's got a lot of awesome ones. So this one I started in a Jaeger spun green line, which is a sport weight yarn. And actually I received this yarn as part of a different two knitlets chick swap, maybe probably like in 2018 or something. I think my swap partner was Cape Netic Knitter and she gave me um, a Maine themed box because she's from Maine and this is from, so she had gotten this from the store in Maine, Springvale, Maine, which is close to her. So it's in the colorway Dark Lilac, which I would call like a, a full eggplant. It's like an eggplant purple. It's just so it's a single color. Um, there's lots of cabling, lots of twisted stitches, and it's one of those things where actually every other row of the hat has cabled rows. So it ha I haven't been moving on it super quickly. I've also been having a lot of kind of joint problems. So like my wrists and elbows have been hurting and my back and shoulders. Um, I, I keep joking. I was like, is this what they call aging? <laughs> Maybe. Now that I'm over 40, it's all... Or now that I'm 40, I should say, it's all happening. <laughs> it's all going downhill. But I am enjoying the hat. I made it past the uh, brim on like 2.5 needles or US 1 needles. And now I'm up a little bit higher. But it is still a little bit um, time consuming. And I need to have a chart out and stuff. So I haven't been moving super fast on that hat. But I like how it's looking so far. And I think I'll like the finished hat. Actually, I don't know. It looks a little big. But when I base it on the actual size of my head. The pattern tells me I should make the largest size, but that seemed, it seemed too big. There's no way. So I went for the medium one and it still looks kind of big, but we'll find out when I'm done. And then my other big project is actually a sewing project or a embroidery project or <laughs> one more classification. Um, it's a cross stitch pattern. I was just tempted by Instagram and by Twee, Twisted Stitches podcast, um, and she was mentioned that she wanted to do the Animal House Stitch Along from Satsuma Street, and I just loved the look of the preview, and I was like, I'm in! <laughs> so Satsuma Street, as a designer, I can't remember her actual name, she does a lot of different cross-stitch patterns that are all look amazing. She has a lot of cool ones that are like, um, of your town. There's a London one and it has like the London Bridge and the um, London Tower and whatever, Buckingham Palace, all of it, you know, like the main tourist attractions or different things. There's a Los Angeles one I really like and it has probably like the Disney Hall and Grauman's Chinese and maybe even Randy's Donuts. I think the big donut is then in there. So I really like that. But I, I got obsessed with this idea of doing this stitch along. So it's like a secret stitch along. And every two weeks you get a new part of the pattern and it's six different sections. So it's actually a pretty big cross stitch, especially considering I haven't done any cross stitch since I was like, uh, I don't know, 10, <laughs> but I did get pretty into cross stitch for a while when I was younger. I ended up ordering the cloth, Ada cloth, Aida, Ada cloth from Setsuma street from the designer and the pattern. And then I just, Twee and I actually went out individually and like looked for all of the different DMC embroidery floss. And so we got all the different colors and I've been working on that. I'm, I think maybe I'm a slow cross stitcher, but I 
feel like I'm working on it every single night and I've been working on it for like months. <laughs> I've spent like two months on this. So a new clue comes out every two weeks, but I'm somehow, I'm doing it like half time, I think. So when clue two came out, I was halfway. At the end of clue two, I was through clue one and I've just finished clue two and started on clue three and clue five is already out. So I'm definitely taking about twice as long to finish this thing and it'll probably be um, until the fall, until I finish it. Um, but it's a lot of fun. There's tons of different colors. So I, I don't really remember the rules, you know, like knots or no knots and how far can you tr- carry it. And I don't know. I'm just kind of winging it, but it's looking cute so far. It's like a little house that has different little windows with different animals. So I think it's not so much of a secret anymore. The first one has like a flamingo in the window. And then the second little section has like a tiger and a zebra on the window and so on. It's so cute. It's um, but it is taking a lot of time and it is cutting into my knitting time. But, you know, the good news is I've got a lot of knit items here. So I'm not really needing any <laughs> any knit things. So it's fine to take some time to do this. But that's uh, my current fix. All right. So moving on to what I'm jonesing for. There's a little list of things here because it's been five months. Um, but, you know, I don't spend as much time on Ravelry anymore and Ravelry. And I can't tell if everybody's the same way or if other people are still maniacally checking it every day like I used to. I do try to check most days, but I'm really behind on friend activity. I used to check that all the time. Any case, so one thing is Pressed Flowers by Amy Christophers, and I've been seeing this one for, you know, a year, and I still love it. It's a DK weight mosaic shawl. That's overall pattern of of little flowers with also little, like, dots from the other color. It's a $5 pattern, and um, I've seen a lot of, like, riffs on it, too, where uh, people, like, got tired of doing it and did something else for the bottom half. And I really like it. I don't know if I have any... DK weight that I could do it in. Some people have done fingering weight and just made it smaller or just kept going. So that's one option. Um, another thing I'm interested in is the plumetis. I thought I was going to be able to read it like clematis, but plumetis by Julie Knits in Paris. It's from a pom-pom quarterly in spring 2022. It's an pullover sweater that's like lace weight mohair all over bird's eye lace pattern, kind of. And then it has a fingering weight cuffs, cuff and little Peter Pan collar. And it's so cute. Um, when I look, I don't know that it's actually bird's eye lace, but that's what it looks like, some sort of Shetland lace style. And when I look at it, I kind of feel like I wouldn't want to do an overall garment in that pattern, but it's so cute with that little collar and the solid color. Mm. Um, I do have the pom-pom. I bought it, you know, earlier this year. And then another top from a different pom-pom is Paragon by Sylvia Watts Cherry. This is from Pom-Pom Quarterly in Summer 2022, and it's a DK weight pullover. Um, It's five colors of intarsia, and it's got like this cool diamond pattern. I think she was featured in the most recent or two issues ago Vogue about her influences. And so I think another one I favorited from her also has like a different diamond type pattern and... I really love it. I think it's inspired by some sort of like African cloth, but I could be totally wrong because I don't have anything in front of me. But it's cool. I can't really commit. I don't know that I'd commit to doing it, but I love it. I This pattern is so cool. Another one is a cabled shawl called Tremolo, Tremolo 
Tremolo by Claire Slade. Um, she's Verily Knits, I think. And she's this pattern is a $6 Ravelry download. It's a worsted weight cable shawl. It's just very geometric. Kind of has like a look of like a sp- spine. That doesn't sound good. But kind of these cables like radiating out from the center point. It's very, yeah, geometric feeling and I like it. And a another sweater is Kari, Kari, K-A-R-I by Natasha Hornby. Um, it's seven thirty-five euros, or about eight dollars and nine cents now in the U.S. It's like a Chanel, Coco Chanel-inspired, structured cardigan. It's in sport weight yarn, and it uses like a two-color. It calls it a two-color broken seed stitch, so it has that kind of speckly overall tweed look, like a Coco Chanel jacket, and it has mosaic works on mosaic color work on the lower sleeves. And it looks pretty neat. I don't love all the finished items, so it's like, would I be able to make it look as stylish as it does on the designer? That's up for debate, I guess. Maybe it depends on how much ease you give it. Now I'm older, so I could just lean into it, but I always felt like maybe that kind of style was a little dowdy, but so you'd have to get it just right. And then the last thing that I was jonesing for is the Nurture Bralette by Celine Phaeton Designs. It's an $8.50 download. It was on sale for like the first few days, and so I was like debating it, debating it. Do I need to buy this right now to save $2 or $1.50? And I didn't. I didn't buy it. But this is a fingering weight bralette, and it's very like size inclusive. It has lots of different variations. It has a really pretty little lace at the bottom um, underneath the cups, the bra cups. And then the bra cups, I think there's just a lot of... um, customization that you could do for the different cups and different short rows and where the apex of your breasts are and it's really cute the straps are real thin like I think there was a a way to like make the straps bigger but considering you can have like a very large chest and wearing the same one I was like I don't I don't want no four stitch strap like (laughs) even having not like huge boobs like I feel like that would just be cutting into my shoulders but there was an option for a thicker one Um, I debated it, but I'm still thinking about it. But kind of what appeals to me is that lace on the bottom. And some people were saying they um, decided to get rid of the lace because it wasn't supportive enough. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess if I'm looking for support, I'm not making a bra. I'm not wearing a knit bralette like I would wear just a bra. (laughs) So I don't know. That's one thing. Uh, And the last thing that I'm Johnson for and that I'm interested in. Um, so now on to re-ups. I've got a lot of things that I've gotten in the last five months. Um, so first of all, the swap stuff, the things that I got from Diane was so sweet. She really, she really like was, we were sitting next to each other at the knockers retreat and she didn't give away anything. Like I had no idea that she was my swap partner. And so she did a really good job. She has a, a shop, Diane, Dina Ripper Designs, and she makes all kinds of different stuff. I think she site might be on hiatus right now um, or on break. But she made me a yarn bowl, yarn, yeah, like a wood yarn bowl with a lid, and it has like a a ball of yarn on the top, and it says, this is what I'm jonesing for from the episode category or whatever. She dyed some yarn, for some fiber for me, kettle dyed roving that she dyed in the colorway Jill in a, a superwash bfl and it's like this beautiful greens deep greens and forest green to aqua greens is really pretty um she made a little like sippy cup 
travel mug thing for Starling that's in, that has barf <laughs> from Spaceballs in it, on it. A little, like, cartoon version of barf saying, uh, I'm my own best friend. And that was so sweet. And she also sent, like, snacks and uh, import gummies, which I love. Oh, she gave me the Katrinkles darning tool that I can't remember if I asked for in that swap or if I just talked about on the podcast because I'm totally interested. Actually, Lucas has a sweater that got some moth holes, which of course is scary. Where are the mo- their moths are somewhere in our house. I know it. Um, so I've attempted to do some darning and I'm reading over that like uh, visible mending book and hopefully I'll get some tips I mean, maybe I can use the little tool, but that feels more like for a sock. But we'll see. We'll see what I end up doing. He wants to just throw the sweater away, but I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah, and she has like a children's book coming out. So I have a gift certificate for when that comes out. And Diane, thank you so much. I love it. I'm sure I forgot something else, but I'm so happy. Oh, and little cups, little little cups that we had talked about at, at Knockers. So yeah, that's my awesome swap package from Diane. I bought myself some stuff. What? Me? Actually, no, I'll do the Knockers stuff first. Everybody wins a door prize at Knockers. These are things that have been donated um, from different people. And mine, I feel like I scored. I got a little kit that has two skeins of yarn from Apple Fiber Studio. And one is the Macintosh Fink sock fingering weight yarn in the colorway berry pie so it's a oh 20% alpaca 60 merino 20 nylon four ply yarn it's kind of a it's deep purple but also has I'd call this actually it's like I don't know anymore what's a variegated yarn and what's a speckled yarn I'd call this variegated it has um, some baby pink in it and some bubblegum pink and but overall the dark purple is the main color and then I got a second skein of of just a mohair silk lace weight um, in the royal colorway and so that's more of just a purple uh, just a deep purple so together there's like a little pattern for what is this I'll pick it up for just a basic shawl it looks like not shawl a basic cowl yeah you just basically knit it in the round yeah it's just a cowl with ribbing at the edges and stocking it. I'll probably find something else to do with it, but I do like these two colors and I think they'll look really nice together. So that's what my door prize from the Knockers Retreat. I just couldn't resist. I saw on Instagram the other day, two months ago, Buxom Cat Knits. Um, She used to be, she rebranded her, her store a while ago. This is a set of minis. It's the Plump Sock Minis. So there's, how many are there? Eight minis, 20 grams each, 87 yards, 80, 15 superwash merino nylon. And this is in the apple blossom colorway. So there's like two that are like very light pink, very, very light pink, kind of with speckles. There's like two kind of aqua ones and one bright like coral and one that's goldish with some green speckles and... Um, so yeah, they're kind of a mix of solids and speckles, but they're all really pretty together and I love them. That coral just pops so well with those other ones. I don't know what to do with minis. I, it takes too much investigation, honestly, to find a project, but I just couldn't, 
couldn't handle this little bundle. And it was around Mother's Day, and I was like, I'm treating myself. Lucas did come through this Mother's Day, and he got me, uh, well, we were camping. He did, <laughs> he did schedule camping for Mother's Day, because he didn't realize that it was Mother's Day, but that's fine. I had a good time camping, and he got me a massage gift certificate. But it was yarn crawl. I basically just went to my local yarn store, which is Wild Fiber in Santa Monica. I think I bought that pom pom quarterly. Oh, and that skin of yarn for Julie. And then I also bought myself the Dream and Color Smooshy Sock, which is a fingering weight skein in Uptown Electric, which is pretty crazy variegated yarn, variegated skein. But the overriding color is like this bright pink. Oh, nope. It's a bright yellow. And it's got some cool blips of pink and white and black and orange and black. I didn't say black. I don't know. A whole bunch of different colors, but the overall color is white and yellow. It's pretty. We'll see what it looks like. Knit up. I bought some fabric when I was at that spinning guild, the WEF Weaving and Fiber Festival. I, I felt like, I gotta buy this now. <laughs> now I'm like, when will I ever do anything with this fabric? And I can't remember the vendor's name, so it's not very useful for me to tell you. I did buy, um, also f- at the... At WEF, I bought um, some little minis, DK minis from Dye Lot Studio. She has some really beautiful colors. I bought the yarn for my swap partner there. And while I was there, she had just all these different fingering and DK weight minis just laid out on the table. And they're just, the colors are so irresistible. So I got some super bright ones, a bright green, bright gold, bright pink, and then two subdued, like a dark, dark purple and a dark, dark blue. And I kind of like them all together, which is weird, but I like it. I'm not sure how many skeins this, how many yards these are. Should know. I don't know. They might be 20 grams. So I might have like a skein here, like 100 grams of yarn. And then the last thing, um, I was inspired by a friend of mine on Instagram. Um, there's somebody I didn't know on Instagram. Her her username is Spit and Vicious. S-V-I-T and Vicious. And she was selling embroidered pins that she was making as kind of a Ukrainian fundraiser. Um, She's from the Ukraine and has family in the Ukraine. And so I think for $25, she would make one of several pin. It's like a button, you know, with a button, but it has canvas over the top and then embroidery. Um, and mine, the one I bought has like a sunflower embroidered on it. And then she also has another one that's like maybe like a fist and then maybe one with like the shape of Ukraine and they look really neat and they're 25 bucks. So just contacted her on Instagram and, um, I think, you know, half of it goes to like her family in the Ukraine and half goes to a different Ukrainian charity. And it's very easy to forget that the whole Ukrainian thing is happening, but it's, awful. I mean, it's been going on now for a long time. I feel like this world, this world is going crazy. Ukraine, and then now mass shootings, and Roe versus Wade, and gun rights, and it's, it's insane. Anyway, any little thing that we can do, though, helps. So that was re-ups. Those are the different things that I've got. I've bought, bought, or been, or received in the last few months. I haven't been keeping track of what I... So moving on to uppers and downers. I haven't been keeping track of what I've been watching because it's just too much nowadays. Um, most recently, we're finishing up... Strange, or we just finished up Stranger Things. We're waiting on like a couple 
the ones that are coming out after 4th of July. Um, I've been watching Candy on Hulu with Jessica Biel, and I really am enjoying it. I have one episode left. Um, as I work my job, I just, I watch procedurals in the background, and so I'm working my way through Cold Case now, and I'm five seasons in, and I have no idea what um, terrible, terrible procedure I'm going to watch next. But I am also working my way through. Um, finishing up the last couple seasons of Law and Order SVU because I've been behind. Um, it's so weird to watch Pandemic, how they handle the pandemic and all of these shows. I mean, cold cases. I'm still like uh, 10 years old. <laughs> it's still like in the 2000s or something. So watching a lot of stuff. We went to the movies and saw, oh, everything, everywhere, all at once. And we really loved it. It's um yeah, a lot of fun and, you know, emotional still. And just, it makes me happy to see Data back on screen. Um, so, yeah, that's really what I have for Uppers. It shows I'm watching. I think I even read a book. Now I'm reading a parenting book, which isn't that exciting. But but I have kind of refound. I hate to say rediscover the library, but now that we have a kid, it's like um, we are just buying so many like children's books. And it's so nice to just go to the library and pick some up and then drop them back off a while later. And the Santa Monica Library is now has no late fees, which is awesome. And they've been automatically renewing all of our stuff, you know, unless somebody asks, has been request, has requested it. So just that's my pitch for the, your local library. I guess I had one more thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm kind of nervous about it. Last week, a good friend of mine, Lisa Clark, who I've mentioned before on the podcast, who is a big fan of the podcast, um, she passed away very unexpectedly, and it's I'm still like trying to process it and really understand because it still seems very unreal. Um, she, Lisa was like a big supporter of the podcast, and she, back in the old skein after skein days if eve michelle would say hi to me and eve would always say hi to lisa and so a lot of times i made a point of saying hi to lisa and so hi lisa i can't can't believe it she was a wonderful person um so funny could have kind of a biting humor sometimes but um she was a seventh seventh grade eighth grade teacher but an amazing teacher and, um, I hadn't seen her in quite a while, but I'm not, a, I, I'm not always very social. So she's still, I would still count her as a close friend. And I just so sad for her family and friends. Thank you, Eve, who, or who let me know. And I'll just think of Lisa every time I go to a Dunkin' Donuts or a Menchie's which is where we were meeting for for our knit group for a while. Um, we used to meet at this coffee shop like every week for probably five years we met at this place and I would like arrange vacations around this knit night on Monday nights and there were it was really amazing at the peak of it um, seeing my friends and having that knit time and really just getting to know everyone and it's amazing how much you know about people's lives when you see them every day. And I guess that's all I want to see publicly. Um, I'm going to, I'll 
post a link to there's a there's a link to a site where if you did happen to know Lisa, you could post something and say how you knew her. And I think they're going to make a book for her family. Um, I know maybe some of you, my listeners, are from my old knitting group and you know Lisa and you'd want to join. You want to put add something. Um, I'm still kind of formulating my thoughts clearly, and so I haven't written anything yet, but I'm going to very soon. And and I think that's it. Hold uh, the people you love close. Um, if you're looking for the show notes, I'm going to have them up at skeinenable.com. Um, you can join... Um, the group on Ravelry as the Skein Enable podcast group. Um, it's been pretty quiet there, mostly because I've been quiet, but um, I'd love to hear from you what you're up to. You can find me on Ravelry as No Dice and on Instagram as No Dice 11. I've been a little bit absent from both of those places, but you can friend me. I made my account private on Instagram, but if you want to follow me, just uh, send a request and I'll approve it if it's clear that you have any sort of knitting related um, interests, craft relating interests. Torta Fleece is coming up. I'm not doing anything, but you should. Maybe I'll, um, get my spinning wheel out. Felt good to talk to you guys. Thanks for sticking around if you're popping back in. Miss you guys. Love you guys. Thank you. And talk to you later. Bye.